0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Ah. Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello! we did not see we could not but she did
1: and in the end what will i become
0: senwa saga hellblade 2
1: play it now with game pass while you were skipping stones building forts and flying kites i was missing school and all my saturday nights other kids were climbing trees and rolling down hills i was singing songs to pay my family's bills little
0: Hello, I'm Mark Tuminelli, and welcome back to Little Me Growing Up Broadway. My guest today made her professional stage debut in the New York Musical Theater Festival production of Hurricane, and then hit the road in the Broadway national tour of Les Miserables before making her Broadway debut in the original revival cast of Evita, starring Ricky Martin. Following Evita, she took over the role of Jane Banks and Mary Poppins. TV audiences might know her as Belissa in Disney Channel's Vark, as well as Paige and Frankie, also on Disney Channel, My Haunted House on Lifetime, Nurse Jackie on Showtime, she is an Emmy nominee for her voiceover work on Nickelodeon's history and heritage. She is the co-founder alongside her sister for The Yaw Sisters, producing events and bringing together artists in unconventional ways to create communities and give back to local neighborhoods. And most importantly, she played the littlest starfish in the very first Broadway Workshop mainstage production of Little Mermaid. Please welcome my buddy, Maya Jade Frank.
1: Hey, hey. Hi,
0: Star. <laughs> How are you?
1: I am good. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm so good. It's so nice
0: to catch up with you. I mean, this podcast has been like a really great excuse for me to talk to people I've not talked to in a while and get to hear of so them. I am so excited, yes. fabulous. <laughs> you have done really well, and we're going to go back you. to the beginning, but I first want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, what we just did an event together a few weeks yeah. ago with um, your and sister. it was
1: awesome. It was so
0: good. So your sister, Taya, and you have created this Ya Sisters, like, a dynamic program where you are doing workshops and yeah. free events. Tell me about y'all sisters and what you're doing and how that's all going.
1: Hey, I can give you like a, a little money spiel about the y'all sisters. Basically, we um, my sister and I Taya, we just wanted to get up and get moving and use our voices somehow to change the world and And I know that sounds cliche, but we were like hanging out with our friends. And we were like, what can we do to just inspire and motivate people to create change in some way? So the Yoss sisters, um, raises money, fundraises as well as raises awareness for causes that we believe in. So our most recent campaign was Make It Visible Visible, which um, we had a bunch of our Broadway friends come and we did like this photo shoot and video video shoots. Um, And we also sold clothing and we raised a bunch of money and awareness for invisible illnesses. So anything from Lyme disease to Crohn's to lupus, um, mental health and suicide prevention, um, and it was really amazing. And then we've been continuing that. We did cabarets as well, uh, and yeah. So that was our most recent campaign. And, and I got
0: then- to bake and talk about how to be a good auditioner, which is very oh, hard. Head- to- yes. So this is our next time. one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So Mark was in our uh, Mark was in our benefit now masterclass, which is totally separate to make it visible. It. Yes. But no, no, you're good. Um, but Mark was absolutely amazing. So benefit basically. Is a master a series of of donation based master classes, um, and we're partnered with Michael Lee Brown, who is in Dear Evan Hansen. He's awesome, um, and they're basically these donation based series of Zoom classes taught by industry professionals. So anyone from as amazing as Mark, we just had um, Erica Mansfield, who is who in- you did
0: a Vita with,
1: right? Who I did a Vita with yes, I did, and she's an amazing, amazing. performer, like so good. Yeah. Um, she's in Mrs. Doubtfire now. Um, and she taught like a dance, a dance audition callback kind of a a thing. And then it did a Q and a, and she was amazing. Um, so yeah, so basically we're just giving back to our community and creating and fostering more of a community on zoom while giving back to the actors fund. Why, Um, what
0: kind of drives you to create these events? Like what has happened in your life that you feel like I have to do more than just worry about myself. (laughs) I have like, like most been, people like, your no, age, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. right? Um, no, I get totally get that. I've like never been the kind of person that is comfortable like sitting still and doing nothing. Um, I don't know why. I thrive on doing too many things and balancing and juggling and um, and it makes me feel good to give back. I guess like the short answer, it makes me feel good and and happy. Not just because everything I make, everything that I do. Um, in my life, I always make sure that it's it's never solo. Like it's never, I'm never alone. I'm always creating and fostering some sort of sense of community. And I think that that's because I grew up in the theater. And honestly, you know, I, I miss it. Like I, I miss being in a community where I could speak to you. That's why I'm so excited to be doing this. But like, you know, you're you are one of the first people that taught me how important it is to to be a- around people and be inspired and learn from others just as much as you give your knowledge back.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you for saying that. We had yeah. so much fun back in the day when you were a little one at Broadway Workshop taking oh my gosh, art yes. classes and doing mermaid and,
1: oh, and can all of that. I tell you, that was the first, you, you actually gave me the best advice I think God, ever. I'm um, no, no, no. Are you ready for this? Right. I don't know why I remember it like so vividly, Um, but I remember being in one of your auditions and, and I was sitting and I think I was like taking notes, like just on like the, it was like a couple like my first couple of auditions. And I was like in my notebook and we were watching everyone like sing and and perform. And afterwards, um, after I'd been cast and we were talking about like the role that I was in and you were like, you know, you would have been cast as this role if you just like were more actively aware of like you being in the audition room instead of like t- being consumed by taking notes just if you were like a little bit more present in the room then you would have probably gotten this role and i was like oh okay so like just just pay more attention and like be more present even if i'm like taking notes the notes are not less the notes are less important than being present and being in that room with you you were like yeah and I was like
0: oh okay right. <laughs>
1: that and it sounds like every, something I might say <laughs> no yeah no, I'm 100 serious ever since then every time I walk into an audition room I always remind myself be like Mark and just stay present
0: well that is a tricky thing to do sometimes because we get in our heads like always like yeah what does this person think of me is this person more talented than me do I have what it takes and so if you could just like be in your body and be in the room it's like oh, can be gonna. fun um, but you were and you were let's remind let's remind the audience you were like seven at this point. It's not like I you think were I was
1: like six or seven. Girl. Yeah, I think I
0: was like six. I love that I was like, be more present.
1: Yeah, seriously, you were oh, Hey, right. You yeah. had like high stakes, high
0: stakes for me. High, stakes. It was, high stakes for me. Well, I want to go back a little bit. Um and talk about how this all kind of got started for you that little 6 year old that was auditioning <laughs> with her sister who is such a love and I love your sister yeah. too you have a great family but That's tell me lovely. about how the audition started how did your parents who are not really stage parents oh, right no <laughs> they're like i going to be honest when i think about what is the opposite of stage parents i go <laughs> my aunt's parents um they're just like so honestly, cool. they would probably
1: cool. thank you for that yeah <laughs> Were just like, oh, I
0: can't deal with the schlepping. And it was just oh, so no. funny.
1: Uh-uh. So tell um, me,
0: what were you guys doing around the house that your parents were like, we got to get them to Ripley Greer ASAP?
1: Uh-uh. No, my mom was, I think my mom, every day I'd wake up and she'd be like, are you sure you don't want to like play soccer or like go to Chelsea Piers and we'll like just throw a ball back and forth or like play tennis? Because she used to play tennis growing up and my dad uh played soccer and um, and so they were like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, like every morning. And I was like, no, it's what I love. Um, but the joke is actually that Tay and I fell in love with performing through our, um, you know, one of our actually like babysitter slash family friends growing up who has just been with us for forever. And she's now, you know, a dear, dear part of our family, but she used to sing to us all the time. Um, and make us sing and we just loved it. And Was she an actress? Was she like well, you know, oh, okay. Nope. Nuh-uh, noth- had nothing to do. She she just loved to sing and she sang in her choir and at church. And and I don't I don't know how to tell you, but she had the most beautiful voice and serenaded us all the time. And she just kind of inspired us and then Taya started Taya is older so she you know she started dancing and then she would literally I, like when I was a baby, we have pictures. She'd take me out of the crib and like force me to dance with her. <laughs> um, and she'd like she'd teach me things. And as I got older, like she became, you know, we'd play instead of playing like house or dress up, we'd play like mock audition. And my mom was like, What is happening right now? What is this? Like oh we print out scripts and, and 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 cast them, and I'd play like 20 different characters, Taya would direct. Um and yeah we just kind of yeah it just kind of happened from there.
0: I think the title of this episode is going to be mock audition because that is oh, sure. that is perfect. So you started obviously coming to Broadway workshop and you guys we could tell that you were all very talented <laughs> and then were you starting to go out on, you know, kind of bigger auditions? What what was yeah. the first thing?
1: I think the first thing was the first big thing that I think made a huge impact was Hurricane um when it we did um Hurricane Off Broadway was part of the New York film musical like no, not film sorry the New
0: York <laughs> musical theater festival that. yeah
1: New York yep yeah, got into film in the You're New like day. sorry
0: I'm a film actor now but
1: No no point, no I'm every I'm like it's up to the open everything. Um but uh- sorry. Nymph, I'm getting Nymph mixed up and whatever. Okay. okay. In You're,
0: New York New nymph, and, awesome. and if you don't know what Nymph is, people at home, it is this wild thing where they basically put on like 90 musicals over the course of like a week in New York and you share a theater with like 10 other shows. So you might have a show at like 11 a.m. And then another show has a show at one o'clock. So it's like
1: it's you pack crazy. up the
0: set. It's wild, wild thing. So you were doing Hurricane Thanks. at Nymph. Tell me about that show.
1: That was really my first process of, of like figuring out that I loved to perform. It's actually a really funny audition story. It was Taya's audition. She was going in for an audition for a completely different character. Um, and then she asked the director, like, because I was waiting with her, hey, is it okay if like my sister comes in and just like sings for you? And this never happens. But they were like, for some reason, sure, why not? So I think I was like six years old. And I went in and I sang Bare Necessities. And um, that was your
0: song. I remember that was 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 like killer for you.
1: That was it. That was my. I would think I had one song, and that was it. Um, Pretty sure that that's how I got lame is was bare necessities. Um, (laughs) But uh, no, so I went in, and we got a call later that night that they wanted that they wanted to write in a part for me. So like my part was supposed to be a doll, and they wrote in a total part for me. Um, And then Taya ended up getting into the School of American Ballet. So it just kind of like worked out. Um so I did Hurricane and I remember um, after the first show this woman came up to me. Um older woman and she was very like teary-eyed and she came to me and she was like thank you so much. And I was like for what? Like what did I do? I just like had fun. Um and she's like you reminded me of my daughter who passed away, my younger daughter who passed away. And I was like oh my goodness. Um, like, I'm six years old. Like, what am I supposed to say? do with this? Uh, and I was like, thank you. Like I thank you. And I that was the first time that I actually realized that you can inspire and 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 give back, I guess, in this completely different way. and and me being able to bring back and make somebody feel something, you know, no matter if it was like happy or sad, but like through this form of creativity, Like gave me like this high, like it gave me this buzz, Um, and ever since then I just fell in love and things fell into place and I started you know to audition and my parents were very nice about it. They were like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Like, really?" Um, And yeah, they were the best. And that's so. Tell me how lame
0: Miss came to you. Did you did you just have go to an open call? Do you have an appointment? What do you remember about auditioning for the? the Broadway National you Tour of
1: know, Like the major thing i remember for auditioning for Les Miz was that i was very ill. I was very sick. Um, and i just remember being at in Pearl Studios with my mom literally sleeping on the you know like those benches that uh-huh. are in you know? It was like hard wooden I, benches floor oh, oh for them. sure. Yeah. yeah, i was passed out and and i was like this is crazy and my mom was like can we go home like you are so ill. And i was like no, like I have to do it. I got to do it. And, and my mom was like, can we go home? And I was like, no, no. okay. And she was, like, she was like, okay, fine. As long as like you sleep in between like school and, and whatever. So I'm sitting there, they call my name. I probably like got it because I looked like an orphan. No, um, and you were like, you
0: know, so sick. You're and, like, that child's very sickly. We'll put yeah. them right in the costume.
1: Seriously. um, But uh, no, I went in and I, Told them I was sick, obviously, but um, but I sang and and I just remember like having a great conversation with like the casting and the creatives and I sang a couple times, pretended to you know have that mop in my in my hand, mopping the floor and scrubbing the floor and yeah. And then it just kind of worked out. And my mom was like, great. Now we have to travel the world for seven. When you
0: got the offer. Yeah. What was, do you remember? I mean, obviously you're like, are you seven or eight at this point? Eight, I think.
1: I was, yeah, I think I was maybe eight or nine. I know I turned nine or 10 on the tour. I think I was like eight or
0: nine. When you get that offer, do you remember like being freaked out? Like, am I going to be allowed to do this? Like, Tell me what yeah, you remember.
1: I remember the first thing, honestly, that I wanted to do was tell my sister. It was the first thing I did wanted to tell my sister. So um, when I got the call, I was – it was literally – I think it was the next – I want to say it was the next day, and I was sick, so I was home from school and my manager called my mom and my mom was like oh great like we're going to travel the world like let's but let, like is this really something that like we're going to do i love my mom she's literally the best and she looked at me and she was like maya and i was like no way and she was like yeah and i was like really and she was like yeah and i was like oh my god okay and i was freaking out and i made us go pick up my sister And so we jumped in a cab and we went uptown to go pick her up from school. And I jumped out of the cab and I told her.
0: How did um, she react? Was there ever any kind of sibling issue with you? No, 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 You guys are so so close.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, she's my best friend, but I mean, we're so close and we're so different that we are always just so proud and happy for each other. Mm -hmm. Um." And I remember jumping out of the cab and holding her hands and jumping up and down in circles together.
0: Well, who went on tour with you? How did your family navigate that? Um,
1: I mean, we, my mom came with me, but then I mean, we're such a close family that we really missed each other. Yeah. So um, my dad would come for a couple of weeks. And when we, I was actually pretty lucky that when like, when I first started out, we had a lot of Uh, locations that we went to that were long Big periods. yeah, you were in the beginning, yeah. Exactly, so I think what made us feel most comfortable, honestly, was that our first stop was in Los Angeles, and we were here for a while, and I have family here, so my mom was out here, and then Tay and my dad ended up coming out here for a while, Um, yeah, and then we ended up kind of switching, and my mom was definitely with me, I think, for the majority of the time, but, like, when we were in Washington, we were there for a while, and my dad came and stayed with us, so...
0: What do you remember about your first, like few times on in this huge iconic show, you know, playing this enormous theater? I mean, that's not an experience you had had at the New York Musical Theatre Festival. No. <laughs> you know, I to step on stage and, you know, on these national touring houses, you five it's three Thank times you. the size of a Broadway theater. What do you remember about that?
1: I was crazy. I was never scared. I was always so excited. What
0: skit? I know. I'm telling you. I <laughs> listen up, I, friends.
1: No, I literally so lucky. I never had anything near butterflies. I always had candy before I went on stage. I don't know why, and it's probably too many Skittles. Um, but I was just like, all right, let's do this. Let's have fun. And I just every night would go on stage and have fun and. It, would ne- it never occurred to me ever that, oh, my gosh, there are so many people in the audience or, oh, I have to do my best because this so-and-so is here. Um, that never – I don't know. That just never happened.
0: Were there any adults in the show that sort of took you under their your wing or their wing? Uh, do you For have, sure. Yeah. Who, like, stands uh, out to you as someone who, like, you connected with that was part of that um, company?
1: There are so many people. Honestly, that, that tour was just such an amazing experience. Um, I mean, there are a couple people – you know that stand out that I that are just have inspired me in my career. But oh my gosh, everyone in that production was just so amazing. It was such a good production. Um, but uh, Hannah Shankman. Yeah, um, I love Hannah. Yeah, you know Hannah. Yeah. Um,
0: you guys are very uh, similar, actually. Like yeah. you could be the um, young Hannah Shankman in a movie about I don't know Hannah Shankman.
1: Oh my gosh, love her. But yeah, uh, so she was definitely somebody who inspired me. I love her. She was, she was just recently, um, playing the understudy for, um, She was in the band's visit on the tour. Um, but she, you know, she inspired me, not just in like the acting world, but also like in fashion and, and, and just being like an awesome person. She was so cool to look up to. And it was like, I had all of these new brothers and sisters too. Um, and and she was pretty cool. So she would probably be one of them.
0: How long did you do that tour for? Um,
1: I think I did that tour for about nine months. Uh-huh. And then I came back to New York. Yeah.
0: did Was there a plan for you to take a break after that? Or did you guys kind
1: of well, hit the ground running? Yeah, we were I mean, I was I was debating whether or not like we wanted to stay on or, or or, you know, take a break and and I think as a family we were like this was a really awesome experience and I'll never be able to have this experience ever again and um the places that we went to, the things that I saw, the things that I learned, like I really used Lame is as I used the world as my, uh, or I mean, not the world, I guess the United States. (laughs) It feels like like, the world when you're nine. Yeah, yeah, it was big. Um, But I used every location almost as a spot of like learning. Mm -hmm. So I made sure that everywhere I went became like somehow educational. I love school. I'm a huge nerd. So literally everywhere I went, I created lesson plans and found places to go and and search and, (laughs) and learn from.
0: When did Evita come up for you? How long were you back before Broadway came with Colin?
1: I think like I don't know.
0: You're like three days.
1: Maybe like two weeks.
0: <laughs> and um, we were like,
1: take we'll a break. We'll just chill for now.
0: Okay, so what happened? You had, do you remember like auditioning?
1: I just I remember auditioning and going in a couple times and loving it and I booked it and it happened and it was all really quick. <laughs> now
0: Ricky Martin is obviously famous to me and my age demographic,
1: yes. but like no. you
0: couldn't no, possibly no. have. No. All right. So did you know him going into it?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, my parents, my parents love Ricky Martin and my grandma loves Ricky Martin.
0: We're oh, so. on that in a second. So who told you you were making your Broadway debut?
1: Um, that's a really good question. Who told me that when I, you? Found out? Yeah, I remember being in my oh, okay, yeah. Um, I was in my kitchen. I was in my kitchen and my manager called my mom, and my mom literally handed me the phone and was like, okay, I can't. This is just like she she just she literally handed me the phone, didn't even speak to her. And then and my manager told me and it was amazing. And then I handed the phone to my mom, and my mom was like, is this for real? Is this for real? And my manager was like, yeah, it's for real. And my mom was like, but didn't we just come back? Like, can this happen that fast? And my manager was like, yeah, rehearsals start like next week. Oh my
0: God. So this is a huge revival of Evita that's coming kind of in from London, starring Elena Rogers, Michael Serverus, and Ricky Martin. Were you mm-hmm. feeling any sort of stress about that? Did any of that feel daunting to you? Nope. Great. Right? I love it. Nope. <laughs> no, you're I- ready jump in
1: yep it was it it was just such an amazing experience i'm i'm that kind of person you know me that just goes in and goes for it and and i never thought of it it never was like a job to me it always was fun and so even through the rehearsals it it was fun um obviously it was work and you had to memorize things and learn things and meet with people and be on your best behavior but it was something that I love to do. I mean, it is something that I love to do. So, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I felt like, Oh, right. I remember seeing you in the show. I'm sure you don't remember, but after like you took me back to show me all these dresses that you weren't wearing and like, there was just (laughs) such a, there was such an excitement from you. You know, it was like 1130 at night and you're like, look at this and look at this. Your mother's like, we have to go. Um, it was, It just was like this pure joy of a kid getting to do exactly what they were supposed to be doing, which was really, really special to see. So I'm Thank so glad you. that you had that really cool experience. Tell me about so Ricky Martin. Oh my god!
1: What what, what? 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 I mean, did you love it? Did you love seeing Ricky Martin?
0: Okay, I will. I will be. This is my podcast, so I can say anything I want. I'm obsessed with the Vita. I think it's like the greatest musical of all time. <laughs> was so I obsessed, obsessed with Elena Rogers? The answer to that is no, but, but the production, the set, the lighting, the direction, um, the choreography, like everything was at a 10. And then we had this lady who was singing to me at a four and it was very upsetting. So that Art. is, I'm allowed to say that.
1: You have, you have your opinions.
0: I'm sure you do too. <laughs> now, do you have any opinions that, Mirror my own?
1: No. I actually we recently watched, we recently um watched like or not watched, listen to the recording, and the al- that album is so good. Okay, we're gonna talk about the album
0: because you got to make a Broadway cast album. Like I did. You're on it. Tell me about recording I the am. cast
1: recording. It was such a cool experience. Um I went in and and it was, I mean, you're in this recording booth. Um, it was the first time I think I was really in a recording booth for for singing. I, I had done some voiceovers before. Um, and so I was used to obviously like the mic, but this was a huge studio and the whole orchestra was there. And I was so inspired by, honestly, Ricky was incredible that day. He went in and only sang everything once.
0: I mean, he was and, great. I was very into him. I thought he was Yeah,
1: great. it was he I mean, he was in and out. He sang everything once: "Bang bang bang, bada boom," and he was out. Like, and I was so inspired. And um, and when I was singing, it was it, I just pretended like I was on stage. You know, felt in that moment of me being in that white dress with the white bow in my hair. And I closed my eyes, and they pressed record. And then I was like, "Whoa, this is on here forever." Okay. Yes.
0: How did they said so there was two of you, right? That alternated?
1: Yeah, Isabella and we so, alternated.
0: Yeah. How did they figure out who was doing like opening, who was doing the recording, who was doing do you remember I have any no of
1: that? Yeah, they they no, we were always treated like super equally. Um, and so I and they never really told us until the day of or one of like if, if it was always very even, which I think was really great just because we were so young and we were so we like we were so close too. And there was never any competition. So they did a really good job with that.
0: Awesome. Because we're, you know, we're going to get to your next Broadway show in a second where there's so many kids around that <laughs> yeah. it's a lot harder to have that same uh, dynamic. But what do you remember about opening night on Broadway? I mean, this is an amazing thing. You're, you're a kid who's like 10, you know, getting to perform in a huge Broadway show at the Marquee, like on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what you remember about opening night.
1: I just remember... Uh, I was so, I was so lucky. I, I got to perform that night. Um, and I remember. It sounds Bella, like you got
0: all the good stuff. No offense. No,
1: no, 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 no. Um, but Bella and I got dressed together afterwards and we got like, did our makeup together and our hair. Um, and we had the best time backstage, honestly. Uh, and our, our, our Wrangler, our child, our child Wrangler, Bridget was amazing. And we all just had fun and, 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 but I, but I remember we got dressed together. I was wearing my pink dress and my pink matching bow. I don't know why I always wore like frilly things and bright colors. It was always like pink was my neon pink is like my go-to. And yeah, I remember like walking down the red carpet and being like, whoa, this is so cool. And being with the whole cast and getting to be interviewed by people was, like, this whole strange concept, which I'm sure it's even more now, more than ever, because there's probably, like, so much more social media and everything. Um, but this was, like, I got to talk to Broadway World and Playbill, and I was so stoked. Oh, my God, it's so cool.
0: There's, like, a really good bootleg I was watching today to prepare for this <laughs> interview. And I was like, this show is really stunning. Um, obviously, they got to perform that. at the Tonys, but the kids didn't get to do that, which I'm yeah. sure must have felt like hey, a- but
1: we. But we got to be at the um, the party, and it was really fun. And we got to stay up super late, and I had so many Shirley Temples. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: To be a kid on Broadway. So your next Broadway show is Mary Poppins, and we're going to talk all about it when we come back from this break. We
1: took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become
0: Senwa Saga Hellblade 2
1: play it now with Game Pass it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. void, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm back with Maya Jade Frank, and we're about to jump into talking about Mary Poppins. Her Broadway show after Evita. So, how long were you in Evita before you were like, "I gotta go and be in this other Broadway show"?
1: Well, I was in Evita, and I I happened to audition for Mary Poppins, um, and it was like one of those open calls. And I think it was like everyone was saying to me, "Like I should, like I like you should just go, like have fun, you know." And so I went to one of that. Ne- never thought anything of it. Um, and then I booked that. And so I sat down with the producers of Evita and I was like, guys, like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I love you guys so much. This has been such an amazing experience. Like, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And they were like, excuse me, what? And I was like, yeah, like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And they were like, no, 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 you have to do this. Like, you have to, you have to be Jane Banks and Mary Poppins. And I was like, really? Like, is this okay? Like, I, I mean, I know it's an awesome experience, but you guys are so great. And they're like, Maya, you have to do this. They were so motivating. Um, and so yeah, that happened. <laughs> and and so now, how
0: wondering. how are things going in your household? Because you were going from show to show to show. Do you think uh-huh. that how do your parents handle that? And your sister, I mean, like you're never there.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. School always came first.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It, it, school is it still does. Um, And that was something that my sister and I both grew up with. Um, My Taya was, you know, dancing all the time. She danced at Lincoln Center. She was in the Nutcracker every year. Um, So we always joke that, like, she took away our family winter vacations. Um, And (laughs) And and I
0: took away the rest of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, No, but we're such a close family, like I said before, and we motivate each other and we just want to bring each other up and... And and if one of us wants to do something because we think that it's what we want to do, because we love it, we're gonna do it and we're gonna be there for each other and inspire each other. So and that's I mean, but I was going to regular school. I I never I I always went to regular school. I was at school from, you know, I don't know, eight thirty in the eight thirty in the morning, eight in the morning to three thirty in the afternoon, and then I do my homework and I'd go to the show
0: for many years. So now Uh you're in a show on Broadway, a Disney show on Broadway, which is very different because there's a lot of kids around now. Was that, that dynamic feel different to you?
1: Um, It definitely felt different, but it was, but I mean, it still held that same sense of, of like community and family. And it was, if anything, it was just like, I got to go to school and hang out with my friends and learn and then go to go to the show and hang out with my friends and perform.
0: <laughs> who was Mary Poppins when you joined the show?
1: Um, who was Mary Poppins? I st- Stephanie Lee.
0: Oh my God, how fun. And who else were you in the show with? Who are your other kids?
1: Um, We've got Anthony Perini, oh, yes. um, Aiden Signoretti, Aiden Jem, uh, Elizabeth Teeter, and Carly Barron.
0: Oh my God, what a group. 90% awesome of them group. from Broadway Workshop. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've seen Mary Poppins, Maya J Frank? Yeah, I can't seen it a lot. My brain can't compute it. Now that show is gorgeous and huge. I mean, obviously we went from Le Miz, that was huge, to Evita, which was huge. And now Mary Poppins, which is huge. What do you remember most about flying and riding and all of that that craziness that was happening backstage at that show?
1: Um, I remember that I was, I remember the stairs. I don't know why the stairs on the set. Yeah. There were so many stairs and we were always like running up and down the stairs. Um and I don't know why I don't know why I remember that. I think I had like the strongest legs ever um at the end of that show just from it was, running like, up flights every night every yeah, time. Yeah. Every, but it wasn't just once a night. No. Like we it was like every other scene we were running up these steep stairs. Um mm. but yeah, that was that was awesome. But flying I think one of the coolest things also was, you know how like the top of the attic comes off and then we have to like go, we fly down. Oh my gosh, if you're like an inch off of your mark, you slip, you fall, that is not okay. Um, So I just remember laying in the bed and being like, only stay in this position, only stay in this position. But I remember like feeling as though like, I'm dropping and I'm falling and my hair, like, would fall with the wind. And it was just, like, such a cool experience.
0: Yes, at the New Amsterdam Theater on Broadway. That is just, yeah. like, the the most, you know, kind of special it was thing. So
1: magical. Everything about that show was so magical.
0: What kind of things were Disney doing for you to help, like, the kids in that show? Were they having events for you guys? Talk to me about what it's like to be a Disney kid.
1: I mean... I, we didn't really have that many events. We were the, I I was the last, um, I was part of the final cast too. Mm -hmm. So we ended up staying on board, um, all of us and we finished the show out, which was really amazing. Um, but I mean, they were just such, I mean, it was such a, a great company to work for because you know, they, they work with kids. They're for kids. They're for magic. So they want, they want you to feel like you are magical, whether you're in the show or watching it.
0: Yeah. Do you remember any sort of stage door things? You know, I used to see a lot of kids waiting mm-hmm. at the stage door for the kids. Is that a right. super strange experience to be like signing autographs to kids who are your age?
1: Yes. Because
0: yes. um, over at Evita, everyone was waiting <laughs> for Ricky Martin and if you could come run out and, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal. No, no,
1: people would stop me at, at, after Avita, People would, that was the first time really, I mean, we had a little bit of that in Les Mis, um but definitely in Avita we had some people that i thought that i would just be able to like sneak off and Ricky Ricky Martin actually snuck off more often times than i did um, there used like, to be like
0: huge crowds waiting at the oh, stage yeah. door before the show to try to get him on the way like he has a crazy amount of fans so
1: oh yeah he had like his quick changes nailed like he would be out of the door and somehow get out of there sometimes like without doing like without
0: like before the audience left yeah that's yeah,
1: yeah but he but he was i mean he's such an amazing person that he really cares for everybody and is so grateful to his fans that he would really make an effort you know to go above and beyond which yeah. was crazy but no and Mary Poppins it was so strange to me like people wanted i was like why do you want my signature but okay like it's fun to do cursive like it's <laughs> I, I like i mean yeah i like drawing
0: that's the my favorite thing I've heard all day. Um, I love getting autographs. With it's fun to do cursive. So after Mary Poppins closed, you are kind of in that teenage mm-hmm. area or about to enter that teenage years. How do you adjust back to sort of real life, being a normal kid that doesn't do eight shows a week or have to be at a theater fifty hours a week?
1: Right. Uh, I think it was. It we really actually we moved to Los Angeles um, just. Honestly, like we moved for family because our, my, a lot of our family is out here um, and we do everything last minute and just wanted a change of scenery. And um, it kind of worked like the, the end of my show, uh, the I mean, the end of Poppins and then Taya's school ended and my school ended. And we were in California to visit family and we were like, why don't we just stay here? And we like the sunshine and it's like a nice little change up. Yes. Um, and so we changed and yeah and I started going to regular school and it never I think the weirdest thing for me was it never occurred to me that these things that I was doing was weird like was different or weird I guess because it it was it was a job to me but it was also again what I loved so much that it was like this crazy after school activity that I had that I just loved Tell me
0: about working on uh, History and Heritage, which I watched today a couple episodes <laughs> of. It's like very charming, a Nickelodeon show, which you have an Emmy nomination for, which is very cool. Explain to the people what that is and how we can find yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Um, that is so we did a voice. I did a couple voiceovers for Nickelodeon, and um, it was their History and Heritage program, which was basically like an It mm-hmm. We got, I think it was uh, nominated for outstanding new approaches for daytime children. Um I think that's what it was. And basically, it's like how can we educate it was how could we educate kids through television? Um, and uh, and yes, yeah, so I got to kind of talk about all of these amazing people like Betty May Tiger Jumper and a Seminole chief. Um, but like uh, I got to talk about all these inspiring people and do voiceovers for them. That was really cool. And then they, this was bef- right before we moved out to LA, they, they actually flew me and my family out to LA for um, the award show. And it was awesome. And, and yeah, but you guys can watch that on YouTube and I think it's on Nickelodeon. Oh God, uh, that's it's so really cool. Day.
0: How cool! Voiceover little
1: snippets. Little snippets. We
0: have to talk about Bizarre Vark. Yes. (laughs) Um, where you play the role of Melissa, which is like Melissa but with a B for the Disney Channel. It is such was such a cute show. It's on for three seasons, and you are you play like this super fan who is the webmaster. (laughs) Um, for the first couple seasons, what what is it like shooting sort of these Disney Channel shows?
1: It is it is a completely different experience to Broadway, but Broadway really actually helped me. And I'm so grateful because it's, it's very similar in the aspect of like, we filmed one episode a week. Um, So everything was really fast paced. I had to have everything memorized. You had to be on your toes. If you had to change things, you know, last minute, you just had to be on it. And that was something that Broadway had taught me. Um, to always be on your toes. You know, if somebody messes up a line, you keep going. Um, you never stop. So that was something that I learned. I think the main difference between TV and film, honestly, is, um, I'm sorry, TV and Broadway is that you get to redo things, right? Yeah. So I got to, you know, you get to redo things for a film or or if you want to try out a line a different way, you have the opportunity to, whereas on live theater, you know, you can't do that.
0: you grow up watching Disney Channel shows? Was that like oh, for sure? The word of like this is something i want to really do
1: oh i used to walk around thinking that i was sharpay evans meets alex russo from wizards of beverly place oh my god
0: we need to get you on that high school musical show i'll make a call oh for
1: sure let's yes. make a call let's do it we're gonna right make
0: now. we're making a big call so also would <laughs> um also with being I on a disney channel else. show
1: yeah
0: there's like a lot of attention. There's a lot of fan interaction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of followers that come out of that situation. How did you handle that sort of, you know, the Broadway, on Broadway, you're a star for the four blocks that, you know, within the right. four blocks of the theater. But here you are like, you know, kind of constantly on a Disney Channel show where there are a lot of kids following you, listening to you, wanting to see what you're up to. Has that been at all uh, something you've had to learn how to deal with?
1: Yes. I am I, mean. I, I think that it's definitely something that's probably really bigger now because when I was starting off with Bizarre Vark, like social media was just becoming a thing. Um, but we, def- I definitely had moments, especially if I was at places such as Disneyland or places where a lot of kids were at, people would stop me and be like, hey, were you that crazy girl that wears all those weird outfits in that one Disney Channel show? And I said, yep. And they say, oh, did you get to play that weird bassoon, like that weird instrument? And I'd say, yep and they're like oh my god that's so cool it was i mean it's it's such an amazing experience to to again see just kind of kind of going back and it was like a full circle from hurricane my first show when that woman came up to me and said you know you, you remind me of my daughter to seeing younger kids come up to me and saying you're so cool like ah so cool <laughs> I wanted to take a selfie. I'm like, selfie pose.
0: I love all of it. So you're going to USC right now and you're pursuing a career in digital communications and you're a member of the Honor Society because you're a smart girl. (laughs) Tell me, um, you're a Pilates queen. You're doing a lot, lots of amazing things. Tell me what uh, you would like to be doing, where you see this sort of Broadway to TV to hopefully Broadway again journey uh, ending up for you.
1: Look, I just want to work. I thrive <laughs> on working. I will do anything and everything to learn and keep doing. So I think that that's probably, in a short, succinct answer, like that would be what I would say.
0: Great. Um, if people want to, you know, sort of dive into the worlds of Pilates, are you teaching like yes. privates and things like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can message me on uh, Instagram at my Maya Jade Frank. Um, But also I do teach classes. I teach classes at USC. We're teaching a, uh, Taya and I actually teach together a lot, which is really fun. Um, And we're teaching a benefit class to um, benefit the Actors Fund. So if you guys go to the yaussisters.com slash benefit, you can sign up for our classes there. But we teach privates. I teach group classes um, for sure.
0: What inspired you to go down that route of the Pilates world and teaching that?
1: Well, As as a performer, health and wellness I think has always been a huge part of of my life, and I felt like growing up, um, Pilates kind of became the safest way to work out. I guess I I don't I don't know. Like my sister, because my sister always danced so much, and I used to dance with her, and she was really the first one that was like, "Oh, I love Pilates. I love like the reformer because it makes me feel so much taller and like." And it makes me feel like I'm standing up taller and I feel stronger. And I was like, whoa, I want to feel that too. And hey, because I was running up and down those stairs so much in Mary Poppins, um, I I decided to take one class with her. And I fell in love with how I realized that I was like slouching. And now I can stand up straight and take a bigger, deeper, longer breath. And And while in quarantine, I was like, I have time on my hands. I want to learn something because, again, I – don't sit still. Um, And I became certified and started teaching and collaborating with people. And I've been teaching a lot at USC. I'm starting to teach. uh, I mean, I teach at the rec center classes as well as private there, but I'm also teaching some really cool events with Annenberg, which is the journalism school. I'm also teaching some events for the women's leadership society for sororities. So I'm doing special events also, which has been a huge, 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 Benefit, I think, to not only learning this new skill, but I'm also getting to meet new people and foster these relationships.
0: And could you remind the people how old you are as of this recording? I'm 19. <laughs> 19 people. At 19, do you think the theater and basically you grew up on stage, right? You've been mm-hmm. doing it your whole life. Do you think that that experience of constantly being around adults, having that work ethic of having to do eight shows a week has really informed this 19 year old who is? Probably gonna yes. change the world.
1: Yes, yes. I I always say I learned so much from each of my experiences, and because school always came first, you know, um, and my parents were always very honest with us, saying, "We know that you love doing this, but school is really important." And I made every state that I traveled in Lima's my classroom. I made every rehearsal my classroom and I learned from others and and working in an environment with older people at the age of 6. Yeah. You know, you learn really quickly how to communicate and how to voice your opinions and how to stand up for yourself and those were three things that I definitely learned from growing up on stage. Oh my god,
0: I love it so much. You've turned into such a wonderful smart girl, woman. Human, changing Thanks. the world. You're such a big part of that. Oh, well, I am so glad to be part of, like, the lower roots of the tree. We
1: no, start. not the lower roots. I'm so <laughs> serious. You are, like, not the – you are the roots. Like, without That's you, I don't know. I would break.
0: But yeah. you're doing – your, look at your life. Um, it's so, <laughs> so exciting. All right. We need to do quick fire and obsessed. Maya, what are you obsessed with right now?
1: Um – I'm obsessed with right now. Honestly, perfecting the most perfect gluten-free blondies. I've perfected the perfect lemon squares, but now I'm perfecting the gluten-free walnut dark chocolate chip blondies. So okay. that is what I'm obsessed with. Well,
0: let us know if you figure that out and we'll post a recipe or something. My Obsessed is legitimately the opposite of yours this week. It's a podcast called Unraveled that does a deep dive into the Long Island serial killer, also known oh. as the Gilgo Beach murders. So if you are a- Sounds so absurd after <laughs> having this conversation with you to sort of end with my obsess this week, but it's so well done. It's like a six part uh, kind of podcast doc series about murders. This. And if you love a true right. crime moment, check it. Love it. Out. it. You so gotta that's love unraveled, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay, here are the Broadway Workshop quick fire questions. A list of questions that I put together with a group of Broadway Workshop students. First audition song we know bare necessities, bare necessities. <laughs> the cutest thing you've ever seen. I, it's like singed into my brain. Um, what was the first Broadway show you
1: saw? The first Broadway show, Phantom of the Opera. One thing about working with Ricky Martin. He is amazing and has the best voice ever and loves to dance all the time. He's one really thing
0: about working with Michael Cerveris.
1: um, One thing. I don't know that he, everyone was so nice. Like he, he was just like such an awesome father figure, I think also too, to like hang out with and learn from. So probably that.
0: You could go back in time and do one performance. Doesn't matter what age you are, anything from your career, what show would you like to do again? You get to do it for one night.
1: I would want to do, let's see. Ah, Beauty and the Beast when I played Chip. Wait, did you do that at Random Farms? I I did that at Random Farms. It was amazing. I loved it.
0: Shout out to Random Farms. I remember that. Um, <laughs> did I direct that? I don't remember.
1: Yeah. It's, no, it's, no. 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 Anya. Anya I, directed.
0: Anya that. definitely didn't direct it. So I think, really? I think I directed it. We'll get. I think that's the last show I directed at Random Farms. No way. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I made a real. We have
1: to do a, we to do a deep dive. We made on that. a real
0: impression on you on that. But yeah, like, I it's all coming back to me now. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite snack?
1: Um, my favorite snack is, I'm such a snack person. I love these like giant Samoa cookie bars from mm. the Posh Bakery in New York City. They're amazing. It's like caramel and chocolate and graham cracker. Can and you pizza.
0: order them? Can you get them in yeah. LA? Okay.
1: I, yeah, I order them a lot. And, but I also brought back a bunch.
0: <laughs> what is your go-to album for a car trip?
1: I, Tay and I make albums, but we, we, we actually really like this Sing Street album.
0: It's so Sing good, Street. isn't it? It's
1: so good. Yeah. It's actually one of my favorite movies too. And now that the musical's out, I saw, I mean, I, we saw the musical and now the cast album is out and, um, love the people and I love the music.
0: The cast album's really good. Um, the cast one, albums,
1: they're all so talented. It's so crazy. crazy.
0: Have you ever called out mid-show?
1: Yes. Once. Only once, um, when I was in Mary Poppins, and I actually think that I called out like <laughs> almost at the end of act two, and it turns out I was like really, I got food poisoning, um, but it was literally I only had like 10 minutes left in the show, so I like kind of, yeah, but it was crazy. But once when that was the only time ever,
0: New York or LA, you have to pick one,
1: no. <laughs> They're so different. I know it. LA, LA for the vibe and the atmosphere, yes. but New York for, uh, and the food, and the food. Although the cookies are, I my cookies at my posh bakery in New York. But but New York for like the rush of, and the fast paced lifestyle of like people and um, that kind of thing, like motivated to get things done. Like that's what I, I love doing that. Checking things off your list of New York. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, I love that.
0: I want blank movie to be a
1: musical. You're going to take my, my idea. If I want what if I want to make it into a musical?
0: Well, it's fine. I think you're safe here.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, nobody take it. Uh, a Royal Night Out. All right. I don't even know what that is. Do I need it's to watch so good. that? You need to watch it. If anyone is out here listening and wants to work on it with me, I want to work on it. I'm sorry, very serious. All
0: right, maybe I'll watch it and we'll do it together.
1: Copyright included. <laughs>
0: what role should Patti LuPone play in the movie of your life? My grandma, for sure. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. Okay, maybe tonight's the night. Favorite oh, quarantine no. TV binge.
1: Oh, Dynasty, hundred percent love. Like Elizabeth original
0: Gilles. Dynasty love or like whatever this new no, Dynasty.
1: No, CW. I mean, I've I've actually seen the old Dynasty as well, and it's very good. But I love Elizabeth Gillies, and I love all of her outfits. So definitely the CW. Yes. <laughs>
0: What movie can you watch over and over?
1: Um, movie, uh, Sing Street or Ghost?
0: Ooh, do you like? Oh,
1: the- or get him to the Greek.
0: All right. Have you listened to the Ghost Broadway cast album? It's so yes,
1: it is, it's so good. Good. it is so good. <laughs> it is so good. They're like my shower songs because oh like
0: Casey Levy can sing them. to me every day. All
1: every right. Day. Last yeah.
0: question. What advice do you have for young performers?
1: My advice is stay true to yourself and don't be knocked down or deterred by, you know, people saying no to you in any way, shape or form, not even in acting, but in life, get up and do your own thing. And now with everything going on in the world, it's such a great time to inspire others and use your voice to do whatever you want to do. So trust yourself. I love that. Trust yourself. Maya, remind the people
0: where they can follow you on the old internet.
1: Yeah, you can go ahead and follow me um, on Instagram or social media or whatever whatever floats your boat. Um, my name is Maya Jade Frank. And yeah, you should come follow us on the Yaw Sisters or High Point if you want to do some working out with us. It's H-I-P-O-I-N-T-E. Like, like ballet.
0: Point.
1: Yeah, you can work out with us and yeah.
0: Maya Jade Frank, you are a delight. You have and grown up to up for be. Benefit, yes,
1: so, sign up for, for benefit, guys. Yes, sign
0: up for benefit. So what you're doing there is so special. You are such a delight. I, I, I so loved much. getting to catch up with you. I
1: love getting to catch up with
0: you. Thank you so much for all of your kind words about me. And I can't wait till we're in the same city and we can go have a coffee and and catch up for real
1: um but but stay safe in la (laughs)
0: um and everybody who's listening thank you so much for listening to little me and make sure to review and rate on apple podcasts and the best yes and follow me at little me podcast on instagram and follow me at mark Tuminelli on instagram maya jade frank i love you thank you for joining me today we'll see you next time bye everyone bye bye Thank you, listeners. This podcast is produced by Alan Seals, Dori Berenstein, and the Broadway Podcast Network, and edited by Derek Gunther. For more information on the Little Me podcast, go to bpn.fm littleme. And follow me on Instagram at Mark Tuminelli or on Twitter at ThatTuminelli. And for more information on workshops, classes, and everything Broadway Workshop, go to broadwayworkshop.com. Thank you for listening.